Hi everyone, a couple of shout outs to our editors, Becky and Ben, shout out to the art team, Jay, Josh, Alex and Victor, and shout out to Underground Oracle Publishing for allowing us to use some of their content in this stream. We really, really appreciate all of you and we can't do this without you guys. Um, welcome all, I'm Bodhi, your unexceptional Dungeon Master, and today I'm joined by our exceptional cast of players. Last episode, our players interrogated Colin the Grimlock to find out a little bit more about the creatures and the cave here under Lacryma. Um, they found out that there is a Juragar named Travis who seems to be running the operation. And swiftly after finding that out, Colin the Grimlock betrayed the team to go and alert this Travis uh, person of their presence. So, we look forward to getting into this episode. If you're sitting comfortably, then let's begin. As we, uh, as we rejoin our party of players, um, we find them deep in a subterranean cavern um, where they have just been dealing with a couple of Grimlocks and a couple of deep gnomes. Um, and as it happened, what we just had was r, &R busting open a cell uh, where he found a, a uh, kind of frail woman uh, who had been captured, uh, gave her his card, and, uh, and then sent her on her way with Sato leading her out uh, Ulfur's pseudo-dragon. Um, the rest of the group kind of began making their way around the corner, chasing after Colin the Grimlock, uh, who betrayed your guys' trust as you were all huddled, gathered around talking, and, uh, and charged off to go alert. Um, uh, currently, an unknown entity, Travis Darkheart. And um, you guys, uh, as, as it happened, uh, Evis last lunged out to grab um, onto Colin, uh, just missing grabbing the string of his apron, pulling it loose. Colin, arriving at the other side, turns to face you as his apron flows up to the side with a gust of wind. Um, as he turns, he's like, ha ha, turns, he's like, Travis, they're here, and begins to move backwards. Now, as you look into the room, you can see um, this triangular shaped kind of cavern, and in the center, is like a makeshift stone well that has been created. Um, you can see coming out of the rock of the roof are roots from the sacred tree above. The roots you can see though are clearly damaged, um, have been scratched and torn up. There's very little uh, like outer material to them. You can see like that inner kind of plant uh, material kind of oozing. And as it does, you can see these beautiful green droplets falling from the tree and dripping down into this well. Um, there, next to the well, are, a, are two short dwarves with gray hair and white eyes. Um, they have uh, gray skin as well, and they are currently using a bucket to basically fill the bucket with this, uh, this sap liquid, basically. Um, as they hear uh, Colin get to the other side, and they, uh, they throw their buckets 
uh, to the side over to you guys. Blanco, I believe you wanted to. Uh, yeah, to Blanc Blanco um, has put Hunter's mark onto Colin and now feeling really angry, welled up with anger because loyalty and honor is something that she um, believes in and betrayal is something that really gets um, him like he's, grinds, he's just grinds yeah, Blanco's gears. He, he just suddenly is, is sort of blind with rage at that moment in time and he pulls his um, uh, longbow and takes aim at Colin and with his hunter's mark he lets go with the longbow. Beautiful. Please roll to attack. The rest of you guys, can you please roll initiative? I sure as shit will. I, <laughs> I, I, I uh, hitting 17. 17, absolute hits. 100% hits. Rolling like balls today. So we got a 15 for her. Yeah, I just got that one. Good. Cool. I'll go through the initiative in just one second. Uh, uh, damage, Blanca? Five. Five points of damage? Yeah, with my hunter's mark. Uh, one second, let me just find our Grimlock friend. That's five with hunter's mark? Uh, and then you rolled the 1d6 for hunter's mark as well? Yeah. So with the hun so hunter's mark is 1d6, right? Yeah. 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 Do you want to add... Um, <clears throat> And I'm going to do, um, has he received any damage already? Because yeah. I want, okay, so I'm going to use my um, Slay Colo Colossus Slayer. Mm -hmm. And add another D8. Yep. Go for it. Sorry. That's all right. Another five. Awesome, so 10 total. Yep. Amazing. Do you want to describe how you eviscerate Colin with this arrow and how you take his life from him. Absolutely. Uh, Blanco comes running up and sees the gap, pulls his longbow, releases the, the longbow, runs up with all his strength and athletic ability, jumps the gap, comes to the other side, and like almost like brings himself down in front of um, a Colin. And he's, although he knows that this had to happen, He's really like, he just comes down and in front of him and is like just showing power and strength and trying to like intimidate everyone that is in the room because he's seen these people in the room and he's come down with like, you know, landed in across the gap with just this intimidating stare from his black piercing eyes and has his longbow ready because he can now move his hunter's mark um, yep. to another creature. Who would you like to move it to? I'm going to move it to number two. Um, amazing. So uh, I'm not going to make you roll for, for, for the jump cross because it was just too awesome. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, cool. Uh, let's go through initiative. I'm going to do this a little bit different. Let's go through from 25 to 20. 20. 20 for R&R? &R? Mm -hmm. Amazing. Cool. Um, next up, uh, 20 to 15. Yeah, 17. Oh, two 17s. Who's got the higher decks between Toad and... Oh, 15. Oh, 15. Sorry, my, my apologies. I misheard you. That's my bad. Um, 
15. Awesome, cool. And then 15 to 10. Ooh. So 10 to 10 to 5. I have a 6. <laughs> 6? Mm-hmm. Oh, already on a 6. Amazing. <laughs> Phenomenal. Um, and offer. Cool. Um, and then five to zero. Yeah, so three. Two threes, but um, Rom is before Geo. Incredible. Rom on a three. And Geo on. Getting the battle out of the way for initiative. There we go. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. First up, we have Senor Gremos. Okay. Um, that was a phenomenal voice crack. Uh, we're moving here, I think, to the edge because I can't really make it any further, and I don't want to be standing on the plank. Um, it turns. <laughs> uh, and I, should I say, R and R, is going to take a. Uh, well, okay, I'm gonna rage again. Bonus action. Mm. Uh, and then. I'm going to... How far away is this guy from me? Obviously, I'm not moving over there, but I can grab my token. Okay, he is 40 feet away. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to take out a javelin Ooh. and just toss it at this dude. I'm going to use reckless attack, so I get... Uh, I would have disadvantage from the distance, but now I make a straight attack roll. Awesome. So, boom, 25 to hit. Oh, absolutely nail it. Uh, seven points of piercing damage. Seven points of piercing damage. Awesome. Uh, incredible. Uh, let me just on. Cool. So, uh, <clears throat> R&R steps up pulls a javelin from his back. It flies straight in true. You hear it whistle as it cuts through the air. Uh, it hits the Grimlock in the shoulder, uh, embeds in. Instantly, you see blood begin trickling down his gray body. He's like, Ugh! ah, Jesus. Um, and uh, anything else, r and You know, I... Uh... I don't think I can do anything else, actually. Uh, so, no, I'm just, I'm chilling. Uh, I'm going to help people get over the gap. And if the board falls, I will throw them if necessary. Awesome. Perfect. So, um, the one that just took the javelin is going to reach in, pull the javelin out, throw it to one side, and then he is going to charge um, across to Blanco. Um, and he is going to make an attack as this one begins to move into sight here. Um, cool, let me roll my attack. Ha ha ha, one. Um, as he runs forward, he trips on a stone and swings his club, and it lands just in front of you. As he looks up, he's like, ah! And uh, that is the end of my turn. Blanco, it's your turn. He's got a strip on the body. And Blanco has his, even though he's got his hunter's mark on him, he um, had got his, puts down his uh, longbow and just 
as, can I use that as a... Yeah, you can put it down, yeah. Yeah, put down and use my um, mountain hammer claws to swipe damage. Awesome, go for it, roll an attack, yeah. That's a nine. Oh, no, no, it's a six. Six. Um, plus four is a ten. A ten does hit. Okay. And with the hunter's mark, do I add? Uh, was it on? Was it on the one that attacked you? That's number three. I think it was on two. I thought it was on two. I was, was going to say I thought it was on two as well. Oh, I thought it was on three. Sorry. Okay. That's right. So that's uh, seven. Seven, amazing. So as as he kind of comes forward and he smashes down on the ground, you swipe upwards, scratching across his chest, uh, his chest, tearing the skin, uh, and blood begins to ooze out. And I out. yell, "Toma!" Which means take that. Uh, and as uh, as you do, he kind of falls backwards, kind of shuffles back for a couple of uh, like a couple of feet on the ground. And then as the blood is like seeping out of his chest, you can see he becomes dizzy and then just passes out and. Uh, is dead. Well done. He then, uh, Blanco then um, can see that the second um, beast is coming towards him and he takes a side step over to behind the the rock. The large rock. Yeah, like, yeah, no, the other way. Sorry. That way? Yeah, yeah, okay. behind the, yeah. Awesome. Um, cool. By the way, crossing the plank for the rest of you guys, now as there's two bodies on the other side, will be classed as difficult terrain, just for the rest of you guys. Great. Um, cool. Next up is Toad. So Toad's going to be on the ground, so he can move a little quicker. Um, I'm going to move, let's see, get to there. And then I get, I'm going to hop my way along over here. Um, and then I'm going to... Number, so can I see the, the everyone in there? Like, can I see five and seven? Am I able to see? Because I'm pretty small, so if I need to, I'll fly up ten feet if I need to be able to get better vantage point of them. Because I know no. I am below the ground, so you can you can definitely see five. Um, number seven is his head is just kind of above the like uh, the well, so you can see like his head at the moment. So I'm gonna play a. We're at number five and play like a nice lilting melody. He's going to make a wisdom saving throw. Looks like a nice soft lullaby on the harmonica. Hey, that's a good old fail. Um, that's a five for me. So now he's going to dash. So the target um, fails. He must make a dash action move towards you. Um, the save is really available during his turn. If he can't make it to me, it's going to take 1d6 of second damage. So. On his turn, he's gonna uh, have to come towards me. He's ensnared by my beautiful melody. So I think it's on his turn, I believe. Oh, it's on his turn, and he's gonna make a dash action. Mm -hmm. Awesome, no problem. Cool. Uh, let me write that down. You guys just hear like a nice little soft, like almost like a lullaby. Hmm. At that point, sort of Blanco sort of calms a little bit and, and feels calmer, you know? Mm. Right. Anything else, Toad? Um, so no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay where I am. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Now uh, it is my turn. Uh, the 
basically the two uh, no uh, two dwarves that you can see, two Jurgar that you can see, the one um, that that was uh, hit by the spell dashes as far as he can. So that's going to be as close. Do you want it like right in front of you? He has to he has to go near me as close as he can to get to me. If he can't, cool. then it's going to be at least like psychic damage. Cool. I'm going to put him on the on the plank there, uh, but I'm going to make him make a deck save for walking the plank. Ah, so as he walks onto the plank, enchanted by your song, you see him walk. He takes a step, stumbles for a second, tries to recover and goes the other way, falls off of the plank down into the crevasse below. Now the crevasse below, um, you can see, has some natural light coming from it. You can see clouds below. You can hear wind blowing uh, from there. So as he falls, he falls down the crevasse, which is like a V-shape, and he gets wedged at the bottom with his head sticking out the bottom of the island with his little legs kind of running um, in the air. Uh, but he is now stuck down in the crevasse. And he's got 1D, I could do 1d6 damage too while he's down there. Since he can't Amazing. Get to me. <laughs> two points of damage. He's like, ah, oh, my head. Uh, perfect. Nice. Cool. Uh, the way I see it is like, when I do it, it's like, it's like almost like I'm like their favorite music. It's like, you're like, you know, when you, when people saw the Beatles, like that kind of craze, <laughs> I do that. So just really want to uh, get up. But. So at this point, um, the number seven is going to run around this way. Um, he's going to come to here and he is going to be like, Right, enough! And as he does, he begins to grow in size. His muscles begin to flex and swell as his arms begin to extend and his legs do as well. He begins filling up the room until his head is touching the ceiling uh, where the roots of the tree are. And he's now with his head just kind of bent a little bit because he's uh, touching the ceiling. He's like, right, who's first day? And he's gonna stay there. Next one is going to run this way. You're gonna see uh, a dwarf run behind the well, but then as they do, poof, they puff into invisibility. <laughs> so, um, next up is uh, Evis. Alrighty, so let me take a look. Hold on. All right, so. I'm just sorry. <laughs> All right, so six is Travis, or or two is Travis. Uh, no one's asking you on the name yet. Ah. All right. Well, at any rate, I think Evis is. I mean, I'm going to just dash. I mean, I'm going to dash across this board mm -hmm. here. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I, I'm interested in like swiping the bodies off as I pass, like just like kind of kicking them off as I pass them to get to um, get to two and do some punchies. Let's call it a let's call it an acrobatics check for the for crossing the log and doing the kick kind of all in one. Okay, well that's a twenty-four, Ooh. so that's the one thing I'm good at. <laughs> Easy <laughs> one peasy. Thing. Easy peasy. Absolutely smash it. You get across. You knock the two bodies off, and they also wedge down in the crevasse uh, with uh, with the, the the dwarf that is currently in there. And you can hear him kind of out of the bottom, like, ah, God, oh, oh, I want to hear that music again. Jeez, oh, God, so good. 
Evis doesn't know how to respond. I, I absolutely don't know how to respond to that. Just like, mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but it's time to go on to two and do some punchies. So we're going to spend that last key point um, to punch on two a little bit. Um, so first we're going to do an unarmed strike, and that is a 16 to hit. Yeah. Okay, great. And that is four damage. Amazing. Perfect. All right. And then we're going to do flurry of blows there. Um, and so that is going to be another arm strike. 22 to hit. Oh, easy peasy. Yeah. So that's going to be seven. Oh, whoa, shit. Yeah, that's that's seven damage. That's max damage. He goes down. Um, he goes down. He's out. You finish him. Oh, you blast him out with those two punches. You absolutely blasted him out. Wow. Yeah, Evis like is breathing hard <laughs> after like kicking bodies out of the way. Like, <laughs> that's what you, no one talks about all the other way that they did. <laughs> Don't make enough to go to that. Toad's like, okay. <laughs> it's just like <sighs> as a, as yeah as Evis, you kind of come to after that momentary like uh, fury fury of blows that you threw. Uh, you look yeah. at the, the 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 battered body of the Grimlock, which is now kind of slumped up against the well as you blasted him backwards with your couple of strikes. Uh, your second one, a beautiful one-inch jab punch that just sent him off his feet and went back and cracked his head against the well, collapsed in the lump, and is just out cold. Anything else? No. I think I'm... I think I've made myself, Amber, a little dizzy from all of the punches. <laughs> <laughs> I am... I'm also just going to, because that was awesome, just going to roll a quick... Um, just see how my guys are feeling after seeing that. Oh, that's interesting. Poorly. They're Very just poorly, in shock actually. from everything, and they they just fall over. <laughs> We've Collapse. done it. We beat the campaign. At this point, we're going to have Ulfur join the fray here. <gasps> Ulfur is going to see the giant uh, dwarf stood in front. He's going to see the legs in the crevasse, and he's going to assess for a quick second. He's going to look up um, at the giant Juragar, and he's going to say, That's a Juragar! I'm, I'm surprised I didn't come to this conclusion, of course! Juragar, that's what was dead. Makes perfect sense now. Jeez, guy, okay. Um, right, what's it? Huh. And he, uh, he gets in fighting stance, and at that point, he's gonna step forward and begin muttering uh, verbal, uh, verbal words that are like of some sort of speech that you guys don't understand. He begins moving his arms, and as he does, he pushes both hands forward uh, towards uh, the giant beast, and what comes out is almost like a haze of like energy and as it travels across the room it hits the gnome and then what you see is basically the center of its chest begins peeling away slowly almost like it's flaking away into uh into nothing and as it does it begins rippling across his body as he's like Argh! Argh! as his body begins disintegrating and he begins withering down until there's just flakes of ash floating in the air and he goes huh Ulfur goes, huh, 
didn't do too well against Disintegrate, did you? <laughs> Got it. And that is going to be the end of his turn. Okay. What? Gonna offer, like, <laughs> what? And that is going to be the end of his turn. Next up. I could just fall off the mouth. Next up is Rom. Um, okay. Uh, I'd like to move forward. Um, like in. Try and sidle in between Toad and uh, Ulfa. You are. Yep. Uh, and then I would like to ask Reshi if she would teleport all that are willing across the other side to the uh, to the uh, the bridge, so we don't have to walk across it. Awesome. Yep. All, all that are willing. Ulfa's like, I'm willing. You yeah. And then yeah, so we like zoop across. And then I'd like to cast Enlarge Reduce on the Jurgar in the hole, so he might fall through, like shrink him. So he like falls through the gap. Amazing. Oh, teamwork. Um, oh my god. Five. Level five. Let's find out. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think I have to make a roll for that. I think it just happens, doesn't it? Does it? That seems sure. ridiculously OP. No, you do. You do. I should be con. I was gonna yeah. say, I thought. Wait, yeah, it is, yeah. It'd be a concept. Okay. Um, I shrink. I shrink in. Cool, let me roll. Oh, he fails massively. Oh. <laughs> that was over two. Um, an absolute two. So he goes He goes from being like, oh, that music. And as that happens, he shrinks down and you see his little legs disappear out the bottom of the island where there was a dwarf. There is but wind rushing through now. As you hear, the little uh, squeal of his voice disappear with and then as he fell through the clouds below. Shed tear for one of my fans. Say goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sorry about killing your fan. I, I didn't... Hopefully he wasn't your only one. Okay. I, I'm your fan, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, uh, I've tried to inspire you, but that's all I can do. And I am my turn, I guess. Awesome. So it's Geo. Oh, you're right. Geo. Uh, during all of this, Geo is hearing, you know, all sorts of. Toads, <laughs> 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 melody, and just, you know, people falling, scrabbling down, and all this other stuff, and just trying as fast as possible to, to you know, get there as quick as possible. But also remembers the last vision of Evis doing a parkour. And, thinks that's the, the strategy going forward. So Geo, in as fast as, as he possibly can, is going, but it's slow motion, and he has his staff out, and he does sort of a, a 360, and in his mind, he's literally like catapulting himself, but he's kind of walking around his pole, and then he's moving forward, and all he can do is just close a little bit more distance and say, I'm coming, Toad! I'm coming, Evis! Don't worry, I'm coming, guys! Can you make um, a... Uh... Can you make a dex check for me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you still got... I don't know if you use that... I don't know if you use that... Um, uh, I don't you use that uh, bardic inspiration. Yeah, I, you have bardic inspiration as well. I do have bardic inspiration, great, because that was a, uh, a, a crit fail. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Do I get a uh, advantage? Do I get uh, a d4 with it? I think you should waste it. No, you get a d6. D6. Um... Yeah, I don't think it matters. I'm gonna. You <laughs> can save it over here. Um, Geo does his best to um, be as graceful and athletic in this parkour, like uh, 360 around his staff, but um, he rolls a crit one. Amazing, amazing. So, oh. uh, as, as Geo goes up the stairs, you go to like kick off a rock, and it kind of breaks, and you kind of stumble a little bit, and you're like, okay, 
and then you like keep going. You go like jump off your staff and you sort of bend a little bit as you do. And it kind of like launches you toward a little bit. And, uh, and you end up a little bit further than you were hoping as you kind of just kind of bump into the wall. And, uh, but you are making it up the tunnel. You are making it there. <laughs> No um, he was such a good pure soul and uh, I really will protect him with my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I think that's uh, that's all I've got. Um, just knowing that I'm getting closer to the action and I'm getting really, really excited. You can to... dash if you want. You can take another 30 feet. Oh, can I? Yeah. Okay, so um, I, I turn yeah. around. I get up to the... No, I don't get that far. <laughs> I get to that right where you are right there and I see what's in front of me, which is a plank. And as much as I was enthusiastic that minute before, I now look at the plank, I look down at myself, I look at the plank, I look at everyone else, I make eye contact with a couple, and I, I guess I'm assuming that I need to cross the plank, but I'm frozen right there, and um, I'm not sure what to do, and I, I say, uh, I'm not sure if uh, maybe, uh, I'm, I'm coming, I am coming. And I squat down on my knees. <laughs> and I now start taking just two little, like, so I'm hands and knees right now. I'm taking two little turtle, like, hands and knees, like, crosses forward. But I'm not even, like, at the point where I'm in the gap. Just before the gap. But I'm, I'm really shaking right now. <laughs> Amazing. What, what, what an incredible turn in combat that was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. It was fantastic. Um, just, just top-notch stuff right there. Um, cool. Um, and, and anything else, Gio? Uh, no, I just, I just, in my mind... You still have your spectral weapon, by the way, unless you stop concentrating on that. No, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not in a mindset to, to even think about that. I'm so just, not, not concentrating on that? No. Anymore. In my mind, uh, lots of things are swirling. Um, the group, which is in action, and all this stuff is happening. My mom's voice is trickling through my ears, my dad's voice is trickling through my ears, and I'm a little bit confused about being in this in this moment of uh, of a challenge to me that I'm not sure whether I'm up for it right now. You got it. Um, right, cool. Top of the order, R&R, over to you. So I saw this guy go invisible, correct? Indeed you did. So I know it's not exactly kosher, but I, my rage is flavored as focus. Can I, like, put my ear to the ground to see if I can sense any vibrations of this guy to kind of get a general location? Love that. 100%. You would also, I would say, like, with that as well, because you're getting closer to the ground, I was going to say, if you were just listening, flat check, because you're getting so close to the ground listening for tremors, you can do that with advantage. Go for it. Uh, is that perception or investigation? Um... Whatever you feels, whatever you feel is more fitting. Do you feel like you're listening, or are you like searching more so? I, I guess definitely is what I searching. Would... This, I mean, R and R is definitely he's not the wisest of fellas, uh, but he's definitely trying to piercing, like trying to pierce through the movements of his friends to yeah. anything, any irregularities as they were. Um, cool. So I'll try investigation at advantage. Uh, oh, thank oh, the Lord for yeah. that. Never mind. Oh um, uh, you know what? Let's let's throw uh, inspiration on that baby. Uh, <laughs> dear goodness. It was, uh, a, it was a D10 as well from last session because of the because of the moment you had with Toad. Uh, with oh, the that's right. Oh my gosh! Wow. Oh my goodness! Wow. Oh, that's good. Ten total. 
Holy shit, that is... <laughs> that is abysmal! Dang. With, with a tent, if you get close to the ground, you go to like focus and listen. And, you know, you can hear Geo kind of shouting in the background. You can hear Toads, you know, harmonica here and there. You can hear, you know, Blanco and Evis like panting as they've both just been in like heavy melee combat. You know, it's a little bit distracting. You, you usually work with just Toad, and so it's usually a lot quieter than this. And so with all this noise around you, you're struggling to find that like focus point um, and you're not able to, to detect any sort of uh, movement or vibrations uh, where you are. All right. In that case, I'm going to run to the last location, last known location of this dwarf and just swing. I don't know if I'm going to hit anything, uh, but I'm going to try. So where was that? Where was that? It was like right here, if I'm not mistaken. It was around here, actually. Okay, then I yeah. I can move 35 feet, uh, and I'm just going to take a swing in that general area. I don't know if this will hit anything or not. Uh, it's going to be a disadvantage regardless. Yeah, yeah but, disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's make this reckless to cancel it out. That's a 19 total. I don't know if that even hits anything, but... As you raise your mole high in the air, and you bring it back with a, a, a hip twist, less of an arm, and it comes fully from the hips. You swing with all your might and the air as you cleave through absolutely nothing, just yeah, air. Thank you. Let's with a shot. All right, cool. Cool, cool. Um, all right, well, at least I've made myself a target. So that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> well, perfect. Yeah, exactly. If it's going to be anyone, it's got to be me. <laughs> Amazing, Thank cool. Thank you, Tank Man. Um, <laughs> uh, next up is Blanco. Toad, you're up after that. Um, Blanco comes from behind the rock, but through the gap and behind the other side. He's focused on where he lost all the other Durga, but he's just watched R&R Greywolf like, swing in that area. And um, I'm now sniffing in the air and trying to catch a scent. Can I catch a scent Ooh, anywhere? Oh, I love it. Um, you, you know, can, using my scent, my smell. You can make a survival and I, uh, I mean, I kind of cast Jurgar as a, as a mm -hmm. type of dwarf. And as they're your favorite people, oh, you can do it with advantage, Tracy. She's already got an advantage. Yeah. Yeah, um, 21. Boom. Kaboom! With the 21 Blanco, as you come around and you see Arnar, the air blows, and as it sweeps across you, you get a scent. It smells sweaty, dirty, um, and of this, a scent that is familiar to you, actually. Smells just a tad, just a little bit, like the cream of the crop, sacred cider that you had smelt toad swimming in in the pub um, and as you kind of sniff it in hard you can tell that it's coming from like this general kind of like area up here basically um with i go uh i can smell i can smell it and I like dash forward past R&R &R, using up the rest of my movement, which is about another 20 feet. 
um, the other side. And with my hunter's mark, I hunter's mark where the smell is. Can I hunter's mark the smell, which I believe is the the oh. Juragar in, in... I think you have to have a visible target. Yeah, I do? Okay. I believe so. With that, I'm I'm going to... Yeah, um, it has to be something you can see. Okay. I, I'm going, he is over here! Like, and I yell back to everybody, I've located him! And he's 20 feet ahead of me! Great. Like this. Um, and I'm, you know, just like, so like, we've got to get this, you know, I'm like, so, and I now pull my long bow and I am going to fire into the air. Go for it, awesome. Can you, can you give me a, like, direction, so if... Yeah, where that rock is, sort of over between the rock and the last root. This one? Yeah, just a bit further over. This yep. one? Um, keep going down, down, down. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, where that red circle was, sort no. of just a bit over there, just a bit further to the, the cool. left. Go for it. To the left. Okay. I'll yeah. do that again. That was cut. Sorry. 14. Let me just. And um, let's see, let's like 14. Yeah. I'll just go on, hang on. Plus 5, 18. 18. 19. 14 plus 5 is 19. Oh, 19. Sorry. 19. Okay. One second. Let me just... Cool. Okay. Can you please roll your damage? Ooh. And as you loose an arrow, it hurls through the air. And at the last second, you made just the slightest adjustment to the left, as you said. And it hits the Juragar with a thud into his armor. As he does, the invisibility comes off of him. He's like, ah! No one strikes Travis. And then snarls at you. And seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Awesome. And, and I think- now. You Yeah, I, and I go, I do. Literally, I do. you chose the exact square. The exact square he was on. That was amazing. That was incredible. Um, cool. Toad, you are up. Awesome. Okay, so we can see Travis. Um, so I'm going to... Got 30, so I'm going to hop over. 30 feet, so hop, 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 hop. Quickly hop up here. Um, and I'm going to... Okay, so I see Travis. I'm going to... You know what? Let's go with... I'm gonna, so I'm gonna play, so I'm gonna look at Travis, I'm gonna play another, a sharp sound that Travis gonna hear. He's gonna have to make a, a um, charisma save, and um, he's gonna bring him back to like one of his worst uh, memories that he has. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what save did he make? Uh, it's gonna be a charisma 13. A Christmas 13? Jesus, oh, I failed so bad at five. So, so I play a sharp note of rings in his mind, and he gets pulled back to memory, um, whatever, like, the memory that pains him the most, something he's, like, maybe he regrets just a terrible memory that's going to be back inside right now, and that's going to be... It's his pants at troll school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's not bad. That's, okay. 10, that's 10 points of psychic damage that he takes. 10 points of psychic damage. Wow. Okay. Um... No one makes Travis bleed his own blood. <laughs> um, as you do this, you see Travis stop for a second. He grips his head. He goes, 
Oh, Jessica, why did you go? Hi, Jessica. <laughs> and that, anything else, too? I think, I think it's good. I'm going to just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um, cool. Um, at this point, Travis just shakes off. Rah, rah, and then goes... Begins growing as well. You see his muscles begin to flex and grow and expand. His arms stretch as his neck elongates. His jaw becomes much wider. His quads begin to explode. And suddenly in his space, again, another giant dwarf now filling the entire room. As he looks down, he goes, Oh, my head. Not again. And with that, he is then going to charge at Blanco. And he is going to... How big is he? Is he... Okay, he's more than five feet away from me, right? Because he is... he uh, square is he? Size-wise, he is large on the D&D yeah. scale now. Um, so he is then going to swing and trying to attack Blanco. Wow. Wow. That's a crit one. Uh, as he... Swings for Blanco. He gets his big axe that he wasn't expecting to be as big as, you know, he's now swollen up in the size of his room. Swings in, it catches along the wall and scrapes. As it does, and it loses all the power of Blanco, you're easily able to step out of the way and dodge it. Um, with that, he's going to turn back. I'm going to get you all. And that is now Ulfur's turn. Evis. Uh, sorry, my apologies. Yes, it's Evis. I am so sorry. It is Evis. So sorry. I was like, who's Ulfur? I thought I messed up. My apologies. It's it, Evis' turn. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. Um, all right. So, oops, hold on. Wrong tab. Okay, Evis, how many feet am I away? Okay, 20. So, yeah, Evis just leaps over these bodies and just like boing 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 to get to Travis um and uh <laughs> and they're just like I'm sorry Jessica left you but I'm gonna but uh Alia has sent me to bless you with forgetting about her and I like like levy a punch um Actually, no, I levied like a big bonk with my quarterstaff on top of his head. Um, awesome. And that's a 15 to hit. 15 does not hit. Ah, dang. Okay. Any, uh, any fury of blows? Anything no, like I've that? I've used all my key points. Awesome, no problem. So, as, as you run over and you swing your big thing and you say the name Jessica, you see his eyes turn red and he steps to one side quickly, moving out of the way. Oh, don't say her name. As, you said uh, her name? You said her name. You're the one. I'm allowed. <laughs> with that, uh, anything else from It's kind of what happened Evans. in the Academy Awards. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, this is gonna be dated. This is gonna be funny. This is gonna be dated. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, immediately you know when this episode came out. Take my wife's name out of your mouth. 
life. Uh, oh, this is suddenly worse. Oh no. <laughs> uh, cool. Oh, no, Evis is now glad that the punch didn't land because, <laughs> oh no, emotional damage is worse than punchy damage. <laughs> it's the stones. Awesome. Cool. So um, after Evis's turn, it's now Ulfur. Ulfur is going to step into the room. Um, and at this point, he is going to... One moment. Um... Ah, uh, yeah. He is going to cast Scorching Ray. Oh, trying to get the range spell attack. Cool. Let's make that range spell attack. Isn't it for each of the balls? Or the, the rays? Yeah. Yeah, for each of them. Yeah. yeah. Scorching Ray word? Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um, so that is going to be... Camping has a lot of friends around, so. So, yeah. um, Ulfur, um, Ulfur steps forward um, and uh, begins kind of making his way uh, across the room. Um, gets kind of in between these guys and is gonna put his hand forward as he does. His fingers spread wide, and from almost like the, the ends of his fingers, three bolts <clears throat> fire out. The first two, and like almost like uh, fireworks that don't exactly fly off, right? and like fly off in different directions. One hits the roof, one hits like the floor and make little cracks in the ground. The final one though <laughs> flies straight um, and hits the uh, hits the Jurgar, hits Travis in the chest as, uh, as it begins burning away and it actually uh, burns away the end of the arrow. You just have the little stump in it. He's like, ah, ah, that hurts. Oh. And um, Ulfur's gonna be like, Oh, I haven't done that one in a while. <laughs> well, I'll get to bed next time. I promise all of you, you won't see that happen again. I, I, I'm not, uh, no, I, I don't fire blanks, me. That's, it's, it's not an age thing. Many people say it's an age thing. It is not an age thing. It's not an age thing. Oh, God. And with that, uh, next up is wrong. Um, I'm going to be like, watch the bloody tree. Like, that's your main priority, is I like scold Ulfur for hitting the sacred being. Um, uh, and then I turn around and be like to Geo, you got it, buddy. Like, um, I'll send Reshi to like swim with him as he's like crawling along the thing. Like, all my attention's on uh, Geo. She's like, you got it. Like, uh, let's go. And I'm not going to teleport you, but I'm going to let you do it yourself. Um, yeah, so awesome. <laughs> Incredible. Um, next, <laughs> just in case he falls, that's what I'm saying. I'm readying an action when he falls. <laughs> oh, okay, you're readying an action to grab. Uh, oh, or teleport him. When oh, you're teleport him. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Next up is Geo. Uh, Geo makes eye contact with Rom and uh, sees Reshi and is crawling right now, but decides the only way to get across this is to do this the right way. So he gets himself up on his two sort of big feet that are each kind of leaking over the side of this plank and his knees are shivering a little bit, but he... Um, tries to think of some sort of inspiration and he thinks back to his conversation with R&R and um, the possible band that is going to be formed with R&R and Toad and he starts whistling and uh, so he takes his first step and he's just whistling and he closes his eyes because as he starts to whistle he starts thinking that he's tapped into a almost like an energy almost like a, uh, a Skywalker energy 
and um, what comes out of his mouth is and he takes his next step. Amazing. So with that, because you closed your eyes, it was going to be with disadvantage, but because you're getting the help from your buddies in the band and it's like a moment expression, that was going to be advantage, so we'll call it a flat check of dexterity as you walk across. Alright, here we go. Um, <laughs> Alright, this is a journey. Uh, Sergio rolled a five. Um, as you begin whistling your first step, you take so confidently, and it goes so well. It lands perfectly in the center of the plank. You believe in this moment with all your heart. And as you take your second step, it just slips off, and you kind of teeter for a second. You feel it kind of going, and as you open your eyes, you see the roof kind of above you as you begin to topple towards the crevasse. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, 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 Reshi will uh, teleport you to your exact position, so you still gotta like cross the bridge. Yeah, so teleports you back onto the bridge. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. So somehow I'm back onto the bridge, and I, I don't even know how, uh, except I see I see some some flame from Reshi, and I'm kind of connecting the two things together. And I look over to Rom, and um, <laughs> and uh, Rom gives me the thumbs up, and I give I give Rom the thumbs up. And I'm still on the bridge, though. Um, not quite prepared to whistle anymore. And I now know that I'm in the <laughs> middle of this bridge, and I've almost fallen. Well, I have fall. I've, I've fallen once. Uh, I fell once, and so now I'm uh, frozen again. I'm looking at Rom and uh, getting ready to make my next step. Yeah, one foot forward. You got it. Let's Dex, check it up. Here right? we go. And you can do it with advantage this time because of because uh, eyes open and and Rom and Rashi are there supporting you. Switch it up. Oh wow. Oh. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Um, I rolled two threes. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. So I take my next step. Take, take your next step and, uh, and he goes to the other side this time. Yeah, so I, I take my next step and uh, again, my feet are literally the width of this, or maybe hanging over this, uh, this uh, wooden plank. And just the, the bit that's hanging over has enough weight on it that starts leaning me this way. And this is almost like physics-wise kind of impossible for me to cross. It's, it's very, very difficult with my feet uh, facing forward. But I think I've learned something that I need to kind of slant my feet if I survive this. <laughs> but I haven't. So I'm, I'm now kind of going this way. Oh! You used your ready action. Yeah, I've got nothing. I, I so, could try and catch him, but... So like, at that yeah. point, you uh, you tumble down, um, and you're going to take... <laughs> you take three points of bludgeoning damage as you... <laughs> into the crevasses, your shell scrapes against the rock as you fall down. Ah! I'm sorry! Uh, you, you stay wedged in the bottom. Your 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 thick big body is there's no you not even your legs dangle out. Your your head is your head is maybe at like plank height, actually. Your eyes are maybe at plank height because of how big you are. Sorry guys! I, I think I'm okay. I, I, go on, you you continue on, I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> if that's what you wish. And uh amazing movement. R and R, back to you, top of the order. Alrighty, uh, let's kick some ass, shall we? Uh, can I flank with Evis or Blanco? Yeah, 100% you can. Okay. 
so if that is giving me advantage, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm going to reckless attack, which would which mm-hmm. would give me nothing usually. But then I'm going to take disadvantage on top of that, so I could use my class feature. So therefore, it cancels out to advantage. Uh, uh, wow! Big brain tactics here. Uh, let's. Uh, so this is an advantage with a mall. Please. There we go. Oh. Twenty-four to hit. Easily, easily. Okay. Wow, dude. That was awesome, dude. That okay. is awesome. So, Fourteen points of damage, and I am going to use uh, the. It's a special feature for my subclass. And it's called Fracture, and until he takes a long rest... Or is he dead? So I'm... I was about to say... Long rest. Um, oh. I'm, I'm, gonna make my, I'm gonna make my how you... How do you want to do this? I'm gonna change it, and because I, I don't want to use the same phrase. I'm gonna say, describe that shit to me, Sam. Go for it. I think r um, seeing the gap kind of given to him by Blanco and Evis, is going to slide between this guy's legs, and as he does so, like, with his fist, like, kneecaps him real quick, and then as he's, like, like kneeled over, just takes his maul and just brings it down with colossal force. Amazing. As you, as you brain him on the top of the head, it smashes him downwards and actually, like, almost counter-whips his body, his feet come off the ground as his face pile-drives into the concrete downwards. You hear uh, what may have been uh, a spine that is no longer crumble as he hits the ground and he stays kind of in like a a, a position with his legs in the air and his back kind of accordioned um, on the ground as as he shrinks back down to size and his body flops over to the side. Rad. Dang. <laughs> and we leave the order. Want to? goes up to um, Evis and R and R and is like, "Gracias, uh, mi amigos. Uh, you are. I. I forgive me because I became rather uh, angry." I believe in loyalty, and, and and this was not done with these dwarves. And please forgive me, but I see that you are here with me, and we are here to to save this tree, to save these people. And I, I thank you for for being by my side through that that last combat. Blanco, you are good. You are fine. Um, it, honestly, that was impressive. But I feel like. I- in the spirit of loyalty, I need to go back and get Geo. Um, I think this is very important. We are a we are a team, and I heard him calling from somewhere. Yeah. So Evis is gonna actually like go over and, and try to get Geo from the crevice to help pull him out. Awesome. You, you guys as a team don't need to make a check. You guys managed to pull Geo out of the out of the crevasse. Which which side of the crevasse? Are you pulling them out onto the inside the the room or outside the room? Mm-hmm. Inside the room. Cool. There, you there you go. Look at Rom, kind of nod, and then look at the tree. I'm going to use one of my kind of exhaust. I'm going to play one more tune for the tree. I'm um, celestial rain, so I'm going to look up towards. Uh, I can't see this guy, but I'm still just going to imagine through the roof. I'm going to do celestial rain, so it's going to be. Um, yeah, in a five foot radius with the uh, forty feet high. That's going to come down centered, like on the center of the tree. Just like a raining down of uh, fragrant holy oil is going to pour down on the tree. And healing. Amazing. 
as you do that from above, you know, it rains from above onto the tree. And, uh, you know, you see bits of this rain, you know, seep through the cracks and begin dripping into the well as well. And as you do, some of the roots begin mending themselves. You see like that outer, like furry layer of like root skin kind of return to some of these roots um, as the sap begins uh, getting enclosed in, you know, cell membrane uh, again. Um, and uh, who knew a biology? Jesus, wow, that, that came in much more handy than I was ever <laughs> expecting. <laughs> um, and, uh, and as you do so, the tree uh, begins to kind of reheal. As you guys kind of feel the room settle, you know, bodies laid around, um, you can see over in the, like, southwest corner, there's basically like a mixing station over there. Um, and against the wall close to where Blanco and all of you are, there's a couple of kegs that are like stacked up on one another. And you can see that they were basically mixing the cider and, and whatever the sap was together uh, from where you guys are. You can see that there's some sort of like tubes going into each other and you can see that one is feeding this green elixir and one is feeding that gold apple cider from the keg into like a, a, into a container. Interesting. Um, oh. yeah. I'd like to go up to the tree and druid craft it and like sit down there for a bit. I feel like that's owed to it. Amazing. So you go sit uh, underneath the tree and, you know, start druid crafting and, you know, repairing all the roots that weren't repaired by the rain. Doing a great job. Literally. Uh, Blanco sort of at this point is, is still a bit wary. He's, he's still not too sure if there happens to be some another Duragar that is um, like hidden, like uh, like vanished or anything that we hadn't seen. And so he's just sort of going around and, and checking and, and sniffing. I am checking everyone with give me a moment while I clear the room and check for smells for in case there are more Juraga here that are possibly dangerous for us. You can make a survival or a perception check, whichever you prefer. May I investigate the room as well? Of course, yeah, of course you can. Okay. Okay. Cool. okay. 17. No, it's just a perception, so whatever. Okay. Cool. With a 17 R&R, you can deduce that this is definitely what was messing the tree up and sapping life from it. You can tell that the process of what, whatever was going on here, you can tell that they were drawing liquid from the sacred tree and using it to combine with the cider. And you don't know what was then done with it, but you can see that they have a couple of, you know, uh, a couple of like bottles of this like... Uh, the, the liquid is no longer green or like gold in color. It's more this like basically like tealy like uh, turquoise color as it spins with like almost like gold flakes in it more so like almost like it's solidified the cider and that's like floating around in it solidified now. I got a 12 on my 12. Um, as far as you can tell, there is nothing else in this room um from where you came like the smells of uh, the the breeze coming from the crevasse um that you guys crossed um allows you to kind of tell that there's not much else in here you can smell now like blood fresh blood and uh and things like that but other than that there's nothing new or uh, or different that you're smelling i sort of pass this information to the group you know i i say that i believe there is uh N nothing else here that, that we have to fear. At that point, um, Geo is just sort of assessing his scrapes and sees that there's some, you know, a little bit of 
superficial damage and Evis is next to him and he, he doesn't even want to make eye contact and he, he just says, I, 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 I'm really sorry, Evis. I, I, I feel like I let everyone down and I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. You, I did, I did. your I presence. I couldn't even cross the, I couldn't even cross the plank. How am I supposed to do this? I can't even... I don't even belong here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move the celestial rain over because it's like a sun's so gonna move it over to Geo. So just gonna let me see if we can just bring it out. Awesome. Yeah. My dad didn't believe in me, and I thought I was gonna. I can't even. You start feeling this warm liquid drop onto you as it begins, kind of calming your demeanor a little bit and cooling you a little seven, bit. As that seven, thing I feel. As long as you're good, good aligned. If you're if you're yeah. good, any kind of line. Okay. Yeah, it, it uh, gives you seven points of healing, Tom. Great. And um, at that point, I, I kind of threw all of that that sort of depressed um, dejection. I, I can hear the, the, the voice of my mom just saying, keep going, Gio, keep going. And at that point, I just feel the warmth coming. And I look at Evis, and I just hand out my hand to Evis. And I'm hoping for her to, for them to... To which they do, and I'm, I feel <laughs> real. You. Thank you. And, they uh, yeah, they 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 say, I I know it can be disappointing, but everyone goes at their own pace. Yeah, Oliver walks up to you both at this point and puts a hand on both of your shoulders and is like. Look now, uh, Gio, everyone fails on the journey of life. It's the only way that we can succeed. I have failed. Calvus, you saw my spell. It shit happens, you know? It's it's heat of the moment. It's all good, you I know? I didn't see it. I was down in the crevice. Well, next time you will see it because you're going to have learned from not walking the plank. You're going to just, you know, jump or something, you know? It, 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 we're going to work it out next time, and, and, and we're going to be here to support you. With that being said... um. It seems, guys, um, I, I, I'm not sure about you, but I, whatever was going on here is, is awful. And nothing, no tree, no person, no people should be treated like this. And, you know, I, I feel glad that we have done this. But let me just say, I am blown away by this group. You not only exceed expectations, but you entertain me very much. And that is something that I very much appreciate uh, in both people and also Possible compatriots. Now, uh, I, I don't want to bring too much up about this, but I, I would love to have a discussion with all of you, possibly, when we return to the pub of, uh, of, of some war work or uh, something. I have, a, have some things that I could definitely use a band of... Uh, well, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to describe it. I, I, you know, I could use you guys. You, you guys have the flair and, and what, what I feel like uh, uh, I've kind of been missing on, on my end. So... Uh, Love to chat to you about that a, a little bit later, but for the moment, um, shall we collect some of the stuff in here? Maybe the the sap. Bodies? The sa yeah. Yes, the sap. Yes. Um, I don't. Is there enough buckets? Oh, um, yeah. There's some barrels there behind you. Ah, yeah. We, yeah, we can definitely fill up those. Um, yes. Can you do a history check on it? I mean, being from a shadier area, would I have I seen this kind of substance before at all, or just come? You no, know, because uh, since I'm from a shadier area, would I maybe think it's like this on some sort of market or something? I don't know. I can tell you that this is only being made here. here. 
Gotcha. This okay. Could only being made here. Uh, can I take Geo aside? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Arno's gonna pull Geo to the side uh, and say, "Geo, you may not be the best at fighting yet, and that is fine. But one thing I know for sure is that you will be a fine detective." And I hand him my business card. So it's off in the background, just like yes. And I, I hold the business card and, and I say, does that mean what I think it means, R&R? It means we're going to have to edit this and get 500 more because I had these just made with two names on it. Now we're going to have to do three. <laughs> we're going to have to pitch in a little bit. There is a bit of an entry fee because these are not cheap to get them printed. But yes, no, you could, you're definitely a part of the team now. And uh, Gio's just kind of speechless. He he f- he feels like act like real love um, looking from Evis to R and R, uh, and is just really really thankful about um, being having discovered this group, and just says, "I I will do anything to to make you proud, R and R, and and Evis, I will I will be by your side along the way, and uh, I promise I'll do better. I promise I will." As, uh, as you do that and you kind of pan between them, Olafur, who's kind of stood between R&R and Evis, kind of like moves as you look and is like, no, okay. <laughs> At that point, uh, Blanco um, goes over to, um, oh my gosh, Rom, Rom yeah, yeah. Um, and says, uh, Rom, I am feeling uh, in my core some regret. Um, dwarves are my people and, and here we have three, Three fallen dwarves. I know they uh, had evil in them, but I'm wondering if maybe you can help me move some rocks and we can bury them because um, this will make me feel I I have honored um, still uh, my people from Brynlaw and uh, my master, Consor and Rosada Mountainhammer. They would be very disappointed with me if I if I left their people um, without internment? Uh, I'm happy to. Uh, I don't think I'd like to help you with Travis. I feel like he needs some punishment for the sacrilege he's caused mm-hmm. to the tree, maybe being dropped out the the, the, the sky uh, hole. But um, the other two, yes, I'm, I'm happy to Well, let's you. let's enter the other two, and, and while doing that, I shall ponder how I feel about, about Travis. Okay. All right. Nice. Definitely help. You guys begin moving some rocks to the north and begin piling them up around the bodies um, before placing the last rock on the face of the Tuturagar. Blanco leans down and places uh, their, their paw on the eyes and just closes the eyes of the Tuturagar um, before bowing slightly, rising back to the knees and, uh, and stepping away from the bodies. Um, as all this is kind of going on, um, you notice that as the tree is like healed, it almost is like healing itself like faster. Like it's almost like from the moment that it was stopped being like hurt, it started just helping itself. And like the sap is helping it. And like, you can tell that it's really growing back. The roots are like spreading across the roof and expanding. And there's a lot of life in this room now. Uh, I'd like to snap a little bit of my 
twig off and like put it into the tree so hopefully it will like grow with it so there's a little bit of me Grafting. in the tree yeah yeah graft it onto the tree a little bit if that's oh. possible so you dip it in you dip it in the well and then uh, are you putting it like on one of the roots or yeah so then like it like grows into it that'd be nice amazing yeah. cool oh, that's oh. Hey, there's a well there's a well right so yeah, the yeah. Well, like, i stick like a quick dip in the well yeah <laughs> you can definitely you dip I'm gonna dip, just go kind of go into it, just like <laughs> then come out. Okay. Can you please? Gosh, <laughs> can you make a constitution check as opposed to saving? Uh -oh. Okay, that's just um, uh, could I also okay. empty out my water sack be... and take this thing? Cheers. This means just a straight, just just the ability modifier, correct? Then for for constitution. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this means a fourteen. Fourteen, amazing. With a fourteen, toad, you slide into the well, all smooth, and as you do, um, the green sap around you begins to absorb into your skin. Um, you receive. Twelve points of healing as you do. I was like, I was like, oh gosh, this is gonna hurt. <laughs> as what, you what, do, is it, what does it taste like on my skin? It tastes, it tastes like you know when you, you if you've ever bitten like a like a like a raw like vegetable or raw like leaf, it's almost like a watery, but Ooh, it okay. has a kind of off tang to it, like that almost like mm, sharp bit to it kind of thing. Um, it's basically like that. And as you kind of sit and permeate, within a couple of seconds, you feel not just tipsy, but a little bit drowsy and a little bit, uh, a little bit slurry oh, and all over the place. Is a little, um, what was a little strong. Um, this, uh, this, this, this is some good stuff. Over. And uh, picks you up and grabs you out of the uh, out of the uh, well and kind of plops you onto the side of the well. I was like, "Whoa, you're right there." It seems like it's a little bit stronger than uh, than you were maybe expected. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not like facing. I'm not even facing. I'm looking the opposite way. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> Clearly. Um, and he turns to Arnar and kind of looks at Arnar and then looks back at Toad and is like. Uh, do you want, do you want to help your friend? Yeah, you shouldn't drink. I'm totally investigating something on the ground right now. Hmm? Oh no, what is what what happened to Toad? <laughs> yeah, nothing. I just you know it's the water. Oh no, did he did he dip himself in whiskey again? Oh, this is shameful. Uh, I I'll grab him like like I'll, I'll grab him like hamburger. <laughs> Amazing. I go up and I got thrown on Fine. I'm happy for you to put him on my back because I, I I can carry Toad for a while. Toad, are you okay? Toad? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm good. Just, you know, just enjoying some sap. Just, you know, just good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, Gio, I'm flying right now. Geo, okay. if you would like to carry Toad, uh, here he is. Yeah, on my, my bedroll, right here, next to my bedroll on my neck, and, and he'll be fine. I'll, I'll take care of him. 
Imagine I'm sticky. Plate. He just like he just like slick me on his stick. The sap sticks you to next to the bedroll and and and, and, and uh, yeah, you're placed you're placed on uh, on the neck of Geo. Um, with that, Ulfur is gonna kind of make his way over to the potion brewing area and be like, "What were they making? This is." I'm not a. I, I don't mix any. And he turns on. Does anyone know anything about mixing potions or or anything? A anyone? I've studied a little. I don't know much. Um, it wasn't my specialty. Take um, a sip. Just try it. You're just, just sip it. You're gonna trust me. It's I, gonna good. Just I take a little sip. I could perform a medicine check actually and see if it's. At least got healing properties, or just trust me, it definitely it does. Okay, you guys, just just trust me. Just take a little sip, and you guys will feel so so good. Toad, 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 toad. Look at me. How many how many fingers am I holding up right now? You keep moving them. How am I supposed to hold? We just. Oh, okay. You can see um, that I'm moving them. Okay, great. Wonderful. There's um. Through the three, definitely six. That's uh, is that right? Did you not have six fingers? I I, I don't know. I haven't. Olfer uh, looks at his hands. I have ten. What do what do you guys have? <laughs> I have ten fingers. I also have ten. Ah, oh, look at that! Amazing. Um, and he he kind of leans forward and, and brings the, the the vial over to you, Evis, and is like, you you said you wanted to see about healing properties or anything here. Uh, ha have a look, and it's that kind of turquoise liquid with the gold flakes in it that he that he hands you. Okay, and then um, so Evis does a medicine check on it, like takes a sniff, like a little whiff, uh, mm. and then takes like a pinky and dips it in. I got a twelve on that medicine check. That's perfect. With a 12, um, you can tell that you can instantly taste, like when, when a, a bit of the gold hits your tongue, you can taste that lacrima cider um, mm -hmm. again. However, um, the, the greenish like sap liquid that it's now mixed with that has become a lot more like liquid, uh, less viscous basically, um, tastes almost like bitter. Uh, like it's almost like sweet bits in like a bitter drink. But as you do, excuse me, sorry, you receive... Two points of healing. Oh, good. Off that little bit, you just pick up your pinky. Um, and as far as you can tell, it definitely heals. And uh, and as far as you're aware, like from Toad's reaction to your tasting, the assumption is somewhere along the lines that what he endured is a lot stronger than what you just had. Almost like they were diluting the the kind of situation mm. ah yes uh well toad being smaller significantly smaller uh you know probably got a bigger dose of it and and this is this is definitely a healing potion but toad might need to lay down just a little I bit i am a large toad for my size okay for your size <laughs> i am no lightweight <laughs> but Damn. look at r and r compared to you I mean, okay, like maybe ten pounds, but you know, give or take. Come on, come on, G Geo, back me up, Geo. Come on, you know you're you're part of the team now. You gotta. That is mathematically incorrect. 
<laughs> I, I agree. I, I definitely don't think the toad is anywhere near as heavy as uh, as as Arna. I don't. I don't think that. I don't agree at all. No. Mm-mm. Well, are we talking about 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 actual weight, or are we talking about spirit and and energy? Because I think toad is 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 as heavy as anyone here in this group, and uh, I can feel it right next to my face, and it it feels <laughs> like he weighs as much as anyone here, including me, which is a lot. Well, that's a, a lovely sentiment, but, uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what? Facts are, are also an opinion-based thing these days. So sure. No, they're not. <laughs> sure. You can, you, can, you can have that one. Um, not, not a problem, dear. Um, so, guys, what do you think? Do you think we, like, do, do we tell the people? What, like, what, what do you think the strategy is here? Um, obviously, you know, we've got a lot of bodies. doesn't look super great, but... Uh, you know, what's your guys' idea for, for, for how we kind of move forward? We got that, like, elixir stuff, and, and Ulfur kind of grabs a vial and slips it into his coat um, as, a, as he says that. I, I think the press release. Press release? Oh, yes. cool. Uh, After any no. case, I typically do not deliver them, as I'm not entirely succinct with my answers. A little while before we do it, though. We can, we're good right now. We can, we can go right now. We're good. All to- right, to- to- please tell me what happened. Yeah, uh, well, Toad and I can work on it. Right? Uh, I can turn a phrase every now and again, and Toad can guide me, and we can put something together. <laughs> uh, do we need to get these uh, barrels, uh, kegs, back up? To uh, Thatch, uh, I'm wondering if this is his cider or if this is the the elixir. Maybe it will help the gardens growing for for coriander and everybody. Uh, maybe it might be worth taking uh, some of these barrels. And I'm by the way, I I don't hope you don't mind. I'm just going to fill up my uh, my water skin with the the elixir if that is all right because I feel maybe it will come in useful later for us. Um, and he bends down and sort of like fills up his, you know, water skin with some of the elixir that is trying to strategize how we maybe will get some barrels up to the surface. That is absolutely a good idea, Blanco. Right. And um, yeah, Evis also fills their water skin up. Amazing. Yeah, those that's of you a great idea. I didn't even think about that. From the elixir, are you doing elixir or are you doing sap? People sap from the, that, from the tree. from the tree around you that well. Get the good stuff. You get the sap. You gotta. You get the good stuff. You gotta get that. Okay, I'm just gonna pick up a barrel. Amazing. Perfect. Oh, no, so like, can I notice? Are they packaging it to like to send somewhere? Like, was this like where they just look like? I mean, I know I'm kind of a little tipsy, but <laughs> were they trying to like sell it or? No, you can tell that it was at least. From looking at what you guys saw in the kitchen, there wasn't mountains of food in there at this point. And obviously they had just captured the the frail woman who you can only assume to be, you know, uh, Basil or Basil. And um, so, it, sorry, is it Coriander? Coriander, coriander my apologies. Um, you can assume to be Coriander. Um, but other than that, they didn't have much food around as far as you could tell. So maybe they were using this to keep them going. Maybe they were, you know, drinking this as a celebratory thing. You don't know, but they have a couple of kegs of the elixir that they specifically made that 
seem to just be stored away separate from the cider, basically. Um, I go to uh, Arna. Arna, this is uh, a very good idea to carry one. Let me. Oh, oh, these these are maybe a little bit he too heavy for me, but I will roll one. I can. I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll one, uh, and maybe we can take it out of here. Excellent. I believe that now that we have neutralized the threat, the townsfolk should be able to come down and take what they wish from the supplies. I feel like we should inform Raywood, the abider. He seems like the most uh, capable to organize all of this. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, everyone who took some sap, if you add it to your inventory, uh, you will know if it's pure sap, you are going to make constitution check. Um, DC um, is, I believe it's 14. Um, I need to double check that, but I believe it's DC 14. Um, and uh, if you don't pass that, then you suffer the poisoned effect. So being being drunk, basically. Um, and then, um, but with pure sap, you're looking at two d six worth of healing. Um, and then, if you're looking at the elixir, you're looking at one d six worth of healing. Awesome. The elixir is no check. Sap is so much fun in combat. So sick, like such a good trade off. Cool. So you guys can add that to your inventories. Um, does it work on me? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, right. Does it work on you? Um, it works? Oh, that's a great question, Ryan. Wow, that's a great question. I, I'll try it. But... If you're consuming it normally, no, because pouring it into your face doesn't do anything. Okay. <laughs> if you try and pour it into like your tree or something, oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. okay. Uh... Yeah. Okay. So pour it into your face, though, I'm going to do nothing. Enema <laughs> <laughs> or something? <laughs> um, cool. Uh, with that, guys, is there anything else you would like to do uh, before you start rolling kegs out of here and making your way out of this kind of cave? Anything else you want to go do and explore and look around? Anything um, like that? I dropped my sword. Can I do a quick scan to see if there's another weapon lying around just so I can replace it with? Um, there's the war axes that the Jurgar were using. Um, the, the One of the Grimlocks had like a, a club with some nails in it. Um, but other than that, there's no like swords or anything like that. Cool. I'll uh, carry on then. Cool. Um, anyone tells else? Me the, he tells me we're playing the most obnoxious harmonica song. It's just like... <laughs> he's just playing just like... Until someone stops because we were playing a song, so... Yeah, that's going on. So we get out of here. <laughs> so out of tune, so like so sharp at times, and so <laughs> dull at others. As uh, as <laughs> as Toad's playing that, I try to accompany Toad with uh, my rendition of whistling to to add in to a duo. And then I'm looking over to Arnar to see if Arnar has noticed that um, we're actually having a little bit of a rehearsal as we're walking out of the of the cavern. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, this is attempting to be music. Uh, okay. And he starts like hitting the barrel with his hand to keep rhythm. <laughs> there we go. So it was um, harmonicizing. Is that a word? And, uh, and tapping the barrel as we go. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll also take a barrel. Awesome. Anyone else? Uh, I'll say. I'll say as you guys kind of go out, you you probably check through and uh and, and you know look through you know the kitchen and make your way through and you know aren't, aren't super fast about leaving. Um, would someone like to make an investigation check for the team? The, totally. the detective. <laughs> yeah, not me. Dirty twenty on R and R's investigation check uh, as you guys leave in the cavern. 
Uh, as you do, um, you do find a dwarven made short sword um, laid up against one of the walls. Um, and the dwarven made short sword is like basically like you can tell it's some sort of uh, less valuable metal in the center. However, folded around the edge of the blade is um, like a shinier metal basically coating around the edge of the blade. At this point, uh, can Blanco sort of take a look at it? Because from Brynlord, like having a look, can he check to see if maybe this is a sword that maybe his master had made and, and has come down and now, you know, back in the day he had mm -hmm. made it? Go for it. Um, you, you, uh, you have expertise. I, I'm not going to make you roll for this. Okay. You look at it and it's. It, you can tell it's dwarven and like the handle is very similar to dwarven build. But the blade itself kind of like hooks upwards at the top and has like a tiny little like hook at the end. So it's not the typical dwarven style that you've known your entire mm -hmm. life. It's ever so slightly this off kind of style um, that you you definitely haven't seen from any of the people in Brynlor or Incendium when you live there. This is a, a dwarven sword, but uh, this is not from my people. Um... This is new to me, but uh, it has good craftsmanship. But uh, this is Estan Nuevo para mí. It's uh, new to me. But um, I have my rapier here on my hip that, that I cherish. So I don't know, would anyone who would like to carry this? Would anyone like to, to take this? I could, I could use a sword. It's a medium. Uh, it's a medium creature sword. I, it's a medium I, creature I, sword for sure. Toad, I I think just uh, looking at the size, this this might be a little bit. Uh, I hold it for toad. Peso. Okay, all right. I here you go, uh, young fellow. Uh, and I hold it for Toad, and I say, Toad, I, I I'll hold it for you, and any time you need it, I'll, I'll I'll it's here for you to to use. I'll just put it right here next to my my roll up. As a as you're saying this, Olfer kind of is a he's got a keg and he's walking past you as he's like exiting out through the 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 tunnel that you guys first came in, and he walks past you guys. And he's like, it's almost like a it's almost like Toad could pull on your ears and guide you, and you could swing the sword, something like that, uh, almost like a like a food dish or something. Uh, I don't know. And uh, and he he walks uh, he walks through and continues uh, to the brass doors. Could I take the stone axe from the the statue? Yeah, for sure. I'll like rip that off. Can yeah. you make a wow? What check do I get someone to make to rip a stone off a statue cleanly? Um, it doesn't have to be that clean. I can mend it up. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So um, I don't you, know. You don't need to you just rip it clean off. Okay. Good. Yeah, it's, it's an old statue. It's all good. Yeah. I'll, I'll mend it. Yeah. Amazing. You mend it, and now you have a stone. Axe. Sweet. Um, I'll say um, when you hit it, we're going to make checks to see if it breaks. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I love it. Cool. Um, as you guys make your way back out of these kind of caves and you, you know, all of you reemerge carrying ale, uh, elixir, sap, um, you know, a, a new sword, a, a drunk toad, whatever it might be, you all emerge uh, carrying various things. Um, and Treasure. as you do, the light. Um, hits you guys in the eyes as the wind blowing around the island uh, sobers, sobering to, 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 to many including yourself <laughs> yeah. as, uh, as the wind hits you crisp and, uh, and you're, you're poisoned 
uh, condition begins to kind of peter away. Um, as you guys make your way up the stairs and back to the island, you can see um, that there is the lady that had like the, the, the like flat top with the curly like perm at the top um, is kind of uh, making her way across the grass towards the blacksmith at the moment. Other than that, there's no one else about. Uh, I just like quickly as we get outside of like uh, Toad, um, I don't know how much compass mentors you are, but uh, I just like to say thank you for healing that tree. It meant like so much to me that that you did that with the rain and everything. Um, I'd like to give you this, which is my eight grams of marijuana, or a uh, what's it actually called? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, thank you very much. Uh, I give it to Toad. Well, this is. I guess. I, I, I can hold that for you, Toad, if you don't have any. I'll let you hold it for now. Um, thank you. I have a terrible headache, but um, but no, I, I saw I saw what that that you know kind of inspired me the way that you kind of care for the tree and nature kind of brought me back to or my I guess roots you can say too. So so that's fun. Uh, well, I was able to kind of help. Thank you. And, and I do want to say this, though. I mean, you are still, no matter what form you're in now, you're still a, a water genasi. It doesn't matter if you're in that form now, because you still are who you are. It doesn't matter the shell. So, Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, at that moment, you see the lady who's walking across the grass kind of stop in her tracks. She looks at the sacred tree. As you all look across the grass to the sacred tree, you can see the bark no longer ashen in color. A beautiful birch beige uh, fills it with little brown knots uh, all over the tree. You can see growing out of the branches are gorgeous um, little uh, cherry blossoms um, all the way across all the branches. And she stops for a second. She's like, oh my God, the tree. And then she turns and she sees you guys and she's like, you did it, the tree, oh my God, wow, oh, I don't even know what to say, thank you. And she, uh, she literally just like runs towards the tree and like places her hands on the tree and just begins like muttering to herself as she places her hands on the tree. At this point, Blanco is still like pushing the. I, uh, I will take this to to Thatch. Um, R and R, you have uh, the barrel. Are you coming with me to Thatch? Are we uh, depositing? I will accompany this? you. Yes. Thank you, thank you. I I appreciate it because I'm sometimes the barrel sort of comes out of my grip and I'm worried <laughs> it will sort of roll you, over me. Yeah, thank would you. Would you, you like me to you. pick it up? <laughs> If you can carry uh, my maul, I can try to double heads, maybe. Uh, I was going to say, could one of you take my barrel? Because I'm not going that to thatch. Oh, so. I, I can attempt to. Yeah, that'll be... Okay, he, yeah, I so will be rolling, and, and we, if we go together, I think uh, it will be good. Get a good price yeah. for Is that athletics, yeah. I'm assuming? Yes, please, yeah. Okay. You know what? I've got one rage left in me. I'm going to rage so I get advantage. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. One last rage. Oh, yeah. 21. 21. Amazing. Uh, with a 21, yeah, you're able to lift the second cask onto your shoulders. Oh. You're all good. All good. Um, as you guys are kind of stood 
uh, kind of talking, the door to the pub opens, and you see come out the 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 kind of uh, withered lady, uh, kind of come out in the arms of Basil, her sister, kind of carrying her, and she's like, "Thank you so much! I can't believe what you guys have done. Please come see me in the fruit shop. I, I'm happy to give you guys, you know, a thanks or something, but." At least let me get you a round of drinks later. I just I need to get her home and and look after her for a little bit. But thank you so so much, all of you. No, no pasa nada. nada. It it was our pleasure. Uh, thank you. And she begins like carrying coriander across the grass, who's like limping, and she kind of like waves at you guys. Uh, she looks at Arnar and Arnar. You've seen many people look at you. Many people have looked into your eyes. Many people have looked around your eyes. Those who look into your eyes often look with a look of fear, uh, a look of uh, being intimidated. The look that this woman gives you as she looks you directly into your eyes is that of love and appreciation and warmth and just pure gratitude is what you receive as this woman looks over her shoulder and makes eye contact with you before continuing to like hobble across the grass towards uh, her home. Um, R&R is a little bit shaken by this um, as yeah, he's, he's not, he's not used to that at all. So I think he kind of um, stops walking for a couple of seconds. Um, and kind of hangs back for a second before kind of catching his breath and then moving on without saying anything. Amazing. As you and Blanco kind of reach the front of the pub, uh, the doors open as Rayward kind of comes out. I heard the good news and look at our tree. Yes. And he gives like a little jump and you see he like kind of clicks his heels together. He's like, yes, look at that tree. It's looking beautiful. That's exactly what we've been hoping for this whole time. You guys are amazing. That 20 gold, I have 20 gold for each of you sat up in my, ca in my cabin. I'm happy to get it for you. But tonight we at the Lacrima party hard. Woo! And I would like to personally invite every single one of you to a celebration tonight where we can drink and enjoy one another's company with the rest of the island folk, if that would be all right with you lot. We, 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 we'd be honored. We, we didn't do anything special. We just all worked at a team and, and, and we were really happy to have helped out and, and whatever we can do in the future we would do we'd do it again and as far as the 20 gold well that isn't why we did it we did it because it was the right thing to do and mm -hmm. and thank you so much for allowing us to bring happiness and healing to to, to, to your island oh let me just ask is the door open can we go look beneath the island finally uh yes uh, there's quite a few bodies down there, but oh, yes. Oh, ah, um, well, it's been a hard time for Alacrim. I understand why there might be bodies. This is we, we Travis. Um, oh. Drop uh, Travis's body. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you can, like, resurrect him and then kill him again, just to teach him a lesson about the terrible travesty he did with the tree. But uh, uh, 
Uh, he, he, he's just joking about the killing of him again, but uh, aren't, aren't, aren't we wrong? We, 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 I, I honestly yes. don't have these powers, but uh, uh, this is what was doing this to our island. Oh, uh, is Blake, can we hear Blake? I'm good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You're not right. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> He he turned here. Well, uh, I suppose we should probably uh, get rid of the bodies before we let anyone go. Uh, tourists, uh, you know, they're way down there. So, uh, and he kind of turns back around and presses the door to the pub. He goes, Thatch, um, could you send Valo down to clear the the caves, please? And uh, lets the door down. You hear it inside. Valo, yeah, can you, Valo? It's time. Go on. Come on. We need you. Can you come up here? We, we There's a job for you. And the door kind of closes. He's like, all right, uh, I will uh, go make my way to my cabin for your gold. And if if you uh, I, uh, you guys are carrying a lot of stuff, if you need any showers, I'm sure uh, uh, Thash would supply. And if you'd like to freshen up for the evening celebrations, I will get the town right on it. And I can, I may have a little, maybe talked about maybe having a show, I think, right? I think oh, we talked about that before. If we, we did. We did. We talked about you performing, and, and your tones are so beautiful. How could I say no to the heroes of Lacrima? You may all put on a show if you wish. Yes, I, 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 think, I think it's good for all of us. We would all like to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. Who knew a bunch of adventurers that could also entertain? It's a double whammy. Oh, jeepers, it's so great. And uh, he begins kind of hobbling uh, across the grass. He's like, oh, is there anything else anyone needed before I go get into my uh, my clean sack for tonight? Clean sack? Um, I don't think so. Is there anything you guys need? Evis takes a second and they they look back at the tree and they say, um, I'm I'm gonna need a moment. I just need to I need to make sure it's okay, you know. Oh, please, our tree is a symbol for all hope. Uh, with that being said, feel free to go and enjoy our tree. Of course. I just want to make sure that it's... I just want to make sure it's fully healed so that your hope can be healed. Oh, dearie, my heart is mending by the second and you are bringing more joy by the minute, so don't you worry. And uh, he begins kind of shuffling across the grass. And you can see, like, Instead of leaving footprints, he just leaves like long trails as his feet kind of shuffle and they flatten like a mm -hmm. long trail behind him of grass instead of footprints. Mm -hmm. um, and you guys are left, stood uh, quietly with the wind blowing and the sun kind of beginning to turn from like a bright yellow to uh, uh, an orangey, like an, an ember orange, basically, like a, like a, a deep a deep orange, basically, as it moves across the sky and begins looking towards setting. 
uh, guys, as we take the barrel to uh, thatch, shall we ask him? Maybe we can clear up, clean up for this evening. How how is everyone feeling? I I know maybe myself and maybe a a drink and and a you know a bit of a clean down would be really good. But I'll I will need to get rid of this barrel and uh, and maybe how is everyone feeling? Ah. Uh well, I feel absolutely tremendous. I must say, I don't have a single scratch on me, which is, you know, like I said four days ago, phew, lots of scratches on me. Much better this time. Went much better. Um, I wonder where my blasted dragon has gotten to. Kimya Sutter's always... I, I, I bet you all, one of our gold from Raywood that he's in the pub drinking right now. I reckon we walk in and his drunk ass will be in there drinking, as per bloody usual. But... That's me. Uh, that, that's all. I, I, I definitely. Um, I think though, I, I'm feeling a little bit tired. The, uh, the old lightning one took it out of me a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to go take a nap for an hour or two, and then I will, uh, I, I will reconvene with you guys, uh, maybe uh, downstairs in, in, in the brewery, if that's all right. Agreed. I have a deep clean uh, with uh, the apprentice that I've scheduled, so uh, I might go do that. That's that's a great shot. And uh, if you all don't mind, when you do, when we do meet, I would love to just before we get into festivities and, you know, Toad ends up like he was earlier, so on and so forth. I would very much like to uh, just have a quick conversation with you all, if that's all right. It will, it will be very brief, very brief, I'm sure. Was that insight? Mean? Uh, I'll leave insight, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you can make an insight check. Oh, I, feel like uh, I, 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 I want to discuss the prospect of us becoming, you know, uh, some partners of, of, of sets, you know, so something along those lines. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm happy to uh, discuss it with you guys. And, you know, you've asked me questions and I've, I've been reserved, but you guys have proven how amazing you are. And I will give you more answers, I promise. Uh, but right now, my... My freaking head hurts and my hand is still a little bit staticky from the older uh, lightning, you know, so uh, I'm going to uh, go hit the old... I mean, do they have hay here? Has anyone slept here? Are they using hay or are they... Well, what are they using for their beds here? Wonderful question. I've not experienced sleep here yet, so... Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. experience I, sleep in general, so there's that. Right? I haven't slept oh. in 180 years, so I, I feel you that. Oh. Actually, there was something weird... Uh, I mean, we're all friends here, Atali. Um, I had a dream the other night, and I've ne I have as I've never dreamt before. Like, well, not since like this happened. Uh, it was. I just mean, do you know if there's been like any magical activity or like something that would affect me, Mister Matt? Uh, powerful man, Ulfa, is that your name? Uh, my name is Ulfa. Um, uh, and my answer to your question is. Big egg and a ship and, and someone steering it. And a big wait, 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 wait. Magic. Uh, I think I had something similar. Agreed. I had a dream of the ship and it was really weird. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Me, me recuerdo. Si, yo, yo también. Yep, me also. This uh, two days, two days, a day ago or so? A day, right? It was right, right, right before we landed on, uh, when, when I landed on Lacrima, it was that night, and uh, I remember it well. And uh, I, it felt very, very real, and it's, I don't know what it really meant, but it felt like it was significant about something. And At this point, Ulfur's demeanor has changed from like almost like charismatic, like shoulders forward, to his brow has become very 
low. And you can see he's deep in thought for a second where he goes, wait, 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 wait. There was there was a blast. I felt I felt something. I, I don't I don't know what dream you guys are talking of, but a blast. Yes, there, there was something recently. There was a way I don't know what it was. Something passed through me no more than a day ago. And it was very odd, very odd. The fact that you are all having the same dream is not a common occurrence. That is not something that happens to people very often at all. This might song. be bigger than, than I, I don't know. That's, that seems very odd. I, hmm. we, we, maybe we can talk about this more at length, um, you know, in this dream and maybe dissect it a little bit more um, after I have possibly proposed my offer to you guys as, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you guys about stuff that isn't my business unless we're going to be, you know, homies, as it were, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so uh, I'm going to chip off, but uh, thank you guys. You truly are. And he looks at Geo. All of you, incredible. You you are amazing people, and and you blow me away. And I believe that there is greatness here, hidden deep. Let me just say, but there is greatness here. I can feel it definitely in this group. I will see you later. And with that, he turns, places his arms behind his back, and walks into the pub. Well, what would you like to do, Toad? Do you want to follow R and R, or do you want to uh, follow Evis to the to the tree? Let's go check on. Let's make sure Evis is okay. So yeah, let's. Here, how about this? You go check on Evis. I'm going to check on R and R because pause me there for a second. So, if you do that as your first um. You know, since you're part of the team now, this will be your first kind of, I guess, mission. You want to take it. First case. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to. Um, should, should I let you down, or are you, you going to... Good. I'm, I'm good now. I think I'm... I have a slight headache, but I think I'm... I think I'm okay. <laughs> I kind of peel myself off, just like... Evis, can you please describe during all this talking how you've gone over to this tree, what you've done in terms of how, how are you looking after this tree and what, what you're doing? I'd very, very much love to hear that. Yeah, the way that they approach the tree is, I mean, similarly to the way that they kind of tapped into the spirit before we went down. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that big gnarled knot on the front that they kind of use as, to, as a place to sorry whoo brain just died um <laughs> they use as a place to like place their hand and and start at as like a focus to get mm-hmm. into like literally yeah. the system of the tree um it's you know because the tree was planted they said by air genasis and you know that's where evis is descended from they feel like that spiritual connection to the tree itself and they're using it to see if maybe not only to like feel the connection of the tree through like you know the breeze flowing through the branches and the 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 leaves of the tree itself but also to see if they can tap into like the air of their you know around their partners to see if they can get an idea of potentially where they are how they're doing if they're even alive mm-hmm. well, you know it's like a real spiritual moment right now Amazing. As you reach forward and you place your hand upon the sacred tree, you feel this time not that crack of frightening 
like image that hit your mind, but instead a pulse. Almost as if life has been reborn within the tree. You feel um, almost energy flowing from the roots upwards out to the branches and then extending outwards past there into the realm um, around you. As you search in your mind for a sense, for a feeling about Is and Pave, as you, as you really dive deep into this moment and you search, you feel something as your hand kind of moves along the groove. And suddenly, boom, you feel like your hand is almost placed within a groove that another hand has made. Something soft and familiar, a shape that you know. And as you hold it there, you can feel that someone you know was here. Someone very close to you was here. And as that happens, the wind blows and you get rushed away in that moment of thought. And you hear just that thing that makes you most comfortable, the wind, as you stand there. Over to you. You can almost like feel like the oxygen rolling off of the tree, you know, mm. and it, it filling my lungs, returning life, returning breath. Mm. And it's that like, deep inhale feeling the air come through and when i notice geo coming to check and uh, no, knowing that the tree's okay and that at least <laughs> people are alive geo just um kind of comes up and says hey 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 Evis, uh, are you okay i'm okay Thank you so much for asking. Are you okay? That's the most important question. Yeah, I'm okay. And I'm ready. And he pulls out a handkerchief and hands it to you. Um, or, <laughs> um, and says, I'm really, really happy that we got to meet again. I feel like it's an important meeting. And I feel like sometimes people are meant to meet each other and then meet each other again. And, and it can be really, really great. And we've got a lot in our future and I can't wait to do it with you. It's going to be amazing. And I just want to thank you for being there for me and helping me. And I promise you, I will do everything I can to be better. All this entire group asks is that you're, you you're true to you and you're performing to the best of your ability we're not asking you to push yourself to be more but Thanks. i appreciate the sentiment i know it means a lot to you thanks evis uh <laughs> they do the they they take your your big hand and their medium sized hands <laughs> and schools. Amazing. And 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 a 
a bond between two people who could not be further from one another in beliefs is formed in a way that is not done often in any world or plane. And that energy is felt between the two of you. Um, back over outside the pub, um, Toad and r and R, you guys have kind of made your way inside with Blanco. Um, Rom, you've made your way towards the blacksmith to go get your uh, your cleaning. Is that past the tree in any way, shape, or form? Or no, it's before the tree. The well? Uh, yeah, it's past the well. Cool. So at the well, I'd like to druidcraft a message, being like, this island is protected by the Emilia Familia. <laughs> um, yeah, and then just uh, walk um, on. Amazing. Uh, you... you uh, Druid crafting in what sense? Explain. So it's uh, uh, sorry, it's not druid crafting. It's uh, like a secret language of the druids. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like etching that into the wall, so oh, it's like markings awesome. uh, okay. on the uh, stone bit of the well. Awesome, amazing. So you scratch that in as you then make your way over yeah. to the uh, so blacksmith. Um, the the blacksmith it, Cecil wasn't there. Um, the the dwarf Kenji, his, his assistant, is. Um, he offers you a full service, which involves, you know, basically um, shutting you down for a little bit. Him going in and like cleaning out behind some of the rocks, you know, like trimming some of the uh, some of the like loose branches and stuff that are beginning to grow out of your arm, and just basically greasing your like hinges of your legs and like all that kind of stuff. Just giving you a full MOT, basically, <laughs> and uh, and just uh, just looks after you. Um, I want to cut into the pub. Um, with R&R, uh, Toad, and Blanco, and you guys, as you guys enter, you can see Ulfer walking up the stairs, um, and as he does, he goes, I, I told you he'd be drinking, and, uh, and points over um, at, the, at his pseudo-dragon that is currently on the bar, and you can see one wing is like hanging off the bar, uh, Tankard is kind of tipped over, and he's just like... <laughs> just asleep on uh, on the bar and he's like uh, what can you do and uh, begins making his way upstairs to go and have a sleep thatch uh stood behind the bar is like ah god damn you can't can't take dragons anywhere they're they're a bloody mess um i just don't i <laughs> he picks up the tankard and kind of begins while he's like this Never mind. I'm going to leave the little guy sleep it off for a little bit. I'm going to let him sleep. Feels like he needs a little bit of sleep, so I'm going to let him sleep for a little. Hey, guys, I heard about the great news. Thank you so much. You guys know. You guys know. All of you drink here for free forever. Well, I say forever. Now, obviously, I'm probably not going to live forever, but I will tell my kid that y'all drink for free, and I'll tell him to tell his kid so that we can, like, pass this on through generations, and you guys can keep coming back, you know? R&R is going to put the barrels down and then wordlessly walk out of uh, the end. Oh. So I'm going to be like, follow because it's flying, but like, oh, uh, R&R, uh, hold on a second. Like, we'll be, we'll be, be right back. Gonna go. No problem. I'll, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Uh, hey there, Blanco. How, how are you doing? How are, you're looking a little bit of... A little bit ruffled up. Your fur is looking a little bit a uh, bit more on end than it was before. Some of your braids and plaits that uh, that that Evis did before have come out a little bit. Say muy descansado. I'm very tired. Uh, here, here's the final barrel that we brought back. Um, oh damn! Is, is there any chance I can go and and curl up in a a room somewhere on and, and maybe? Like, of course, of get, course. 
take, please, please take one of the private rooms. Don't tell Olfer because I just gave him one of the public rooms, but go take one of the private rooms. I would love for you to go do that. That, you know, when you seem like you've been through a lot in a, I don't know. I can tell that uh, that you're needing you're needing a nice soft bed for the night. So uh, you 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 head on up. Go go take a private room. I'll uh, I'll make sure no one comes and disturbs you until uh till we start the festivities later. You know. See, sí, necesito una siesta, just a siesta, just to regenerate and and get back on my feet again. I, gracias. It's not a problem. I hope you I hope you enjoy. And uh, okay, numero. What number is the room? Ah, if there's only two rooms up on that side, so oh, okay. um, if one of them's locked, we don't have any patrons in, so one of them might be locked because uh, Myrtle, Mur are the rooms upstairs locked? She's sitting in her rocking chair, still exceedingly pregnant. She's like, ah, no, I don't think so. I think it should be all good. You can go on head on up if you need to. Uh, I'll get I'll get the keys, but otherwise, I think you're all good. Head on, head on up, darling. Go on, go on. Gracias. Muchísimas gracias. Me voy. I'm going. No problem. Yeah, see you later. And uh, we cut to outside uh, with Arnar and Toad. Arnar uh, just walks kind of to the edge of the island and takes a seat, like feet dangling off it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly up and just kind of make a spot on his shoulder. Ooh, is everything, um, everything okay there, you? I was back there not too long ago. It was everything a job well done at least. I mean you were able to kinda solve the case, so I I believe this might be more than that. I mean if you look at what we've done back in the Republic, it's just their crimes, but this with this felt I I've nobody has looked at me like that since my mother and my I don't know what's happening I I don't feel as removed from the situation as I'd like to be and that scares me deeply So to us, kind of quiet for a moment, just kind of thinking. I mean, you you, you don't talk about your mom, Robin, so I I do think this is um probably is a little deeper than that, but it's it's okay to feel that kind of connection. I, I think that's maybe what you might be feeling, and that's and that's okay. It's okay to to care about the about the case in general, or to to get close to it. It's. It's, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's, it's not, it's not so bad, I think, is what I'm trying to say, so. These, these, these people are not strong. If something happens to them, then what, what happens, what happens to me? I, yeah, I can't afford to make that sort of judgment call. No, I don't think anyone really hand per se but we just do the best we can do like the times you saved me back back in the republic i mean it's same like that sometimes you just gotta do the best you can do and just kind of hope it all ends well you know it's all we it's all we really can do so as long as you're doing your best i mean which we've seen your best that's pretty pretty damn good i mean put my bet on it so it's what it's worth 
Uh, R&R smiles for probably one of the few times that Toad has ever seen it. Uh, and he says, do you, do you think I'm competent enough to protect these people? I think you're more than competent enough. Yes, I... Way more, like, no, like, just beyond... Seriously, with the way your mind works, we're able to figure things out. Like you, I mean, just like you did today with that, with um, Hazel or Coliander or some other herb. I forget the name. Um, the way you were able to help, like, I have no doubt that you're going to be able to keep, you know, um, all of us out of danger and trouble. So I trust you and I trust your judgment. As you guys say this, you see the sun often in the distance begin setting as the light turns from a nice orange to red and then across the whole sky like someone let off an explosion is a is gorgeous pinks and purples that just ripple outwards from the sun as it uh, begins dipping below the cloud layer below you guys and slowly um, night begins to set in. Um, I would I would ask one more thing. Um, um, yes. Or, or, what, if you don't mind, what, what was your what was your mother like? If you don't mind, I would love to hear more about her because she seems like a pretty awesome individual. You. She only had one arm. She was this powerful warrior, and I specifically remember her being the only person in the tribe who appreciated me for what I was, and not what I was supposed to become. Wow. That was absolutely stunning, guys. Um, I don't think there's a better place to round out today's session than that. Um, Amber, can you please add inspiration? Um, for your moment at the tree. Geo, can you please have inspiration for your moment um, going up to Amber, R&R, and Toad, you guys can both take inspiration as well uh, for that beautiful moment as well. Guys, Man. this has been an absolutely banging session. Thank you all so, so much. That was absolutely amazing. so much for watching this episode of the Skyrun. We really, really appreciate it. Really hope you enjoyed uh, the players uh, fighting Travis Darkheart and his band of Juragars under the island, finding out that they were destroying the sacred tree from underneath. And, uh, you know, we hope that in the next episode you join us for uh, the festivities as Lacrima celebrates uh, the liberation of their sacred tree and the, the rebirth and rejoice of this island. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Um, otherwise, we do have a Discord community that you can join where we release our content early and you can interact and talk about all that amazing stuff with us. There's a link to that in the description. As well as also, guys, if you want more of this content, please follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Twitch, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's all the best places where you will find our content, live streams, uh, catalogs of videos, uh, as well as also interacting with us when we're posting stuff uh, on Twitter. So we really hope to see you guys for the next one. Thank you so much for watching.